Cadaver Dad, Jeff Burnham. And today's topic is them. Yeah, what month is it, Alistair? January. <laughs> yes, sir. This is our second annual. January. Yeah, second annual January. Maybe our second and final January. I, I don't know. I don't know if we'll do another one. But um, last change it. We could. But last January we did what movie? Empire of the Ants. Yeah, and this time we're going back to the original giant ant movie. Them. Yep, them, exclamation point, by Gordon Douglas from 1954. You said to me that this was the first giant ant movie. Yeah, we were watching the Trailers from Hell episode. Trailers from Hell, if you don't know, is a web series that Joe Dante created in order to allow filmmakers to do commentary over the trailers for movies that they love, including Joe Dante himself. And Joe Dante did the installment of Trailers from Hell on them, and so we learned some stuff about the movie, including the fact that it was indeed the first giant insect movie. Yeah. Which comes into play later when we talk about how the movie's presented narratively when we get to that. It was also intended to be shot in color, and in 3D. Oh, this is something weird about the movie. The movie's black and white, but if you haven't watched this, spoiler alert, when it says them, it's not black and white. Yeah, spoilers for the titles. The title of the movie on the title card, them, is in color. The rest of the movie's black and white. Because it was supposed to be shot in 3D, though, there are no miniatures, there's no compositing, and instead... The giant ants are actually giant ant puppets. Also, people were controlling the ants when we watched behind the scenes. They had to do two of ants calling in because one wasn't working. Yeah, people were controlling the ants. They had big, they had, I mean, they're puppet ants, giant puppet ants. So they had puppeteers. Because the first, it was like the first ant going in was like still and the other end was moving. Oh, yeah, because there was the one take where the ant was malfunctioning and not working. Yeah. Yeah, it was just standing up. That's all it was doing, was standing up. Because it wasn't even moving the tiniest bit. It was That's just a standing bomber. there. So they had to do another shot, and the ant worked. Uh, yeah, finally they yeah. got it working. And it was a bummer, too, because it was a helicopter shot. So that means they landed the helicopter, then the helicopter had to take off again so they could do the shot again with the helicopter landing. That's a bunch of resetting. That's a lot of stuff to do, especially when you're in the desert in the first place. Yeah. That's a bummer, man. Yeah, because it is set in the desert. Well, okay, so it's in the desert. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What's this movie about, though? So Giant Ants, we got that. Giant Ants, desert. But what's this movie about, Alistair? It's about crazy things happening, but no one knows what's 
happening, and then they find out that it's the man's. The man's. <laughs> I did. I said this multiple times during the movie. Maybe that's the man's. <laughs> yeah, the man's. I was using the title of the movie and then saying ants. The man's. Well, and it's presented like a mystery, and that's why you say. Nobody knows what's happening. A bunch of crazy things are happening, yeah. but nobody knows what. People are being killed. And you're hearing like a cop being killed. Like you're hearing pewing sounds. Oh, a cop being killed. You yeah. said that really slurred together. So it sounded like you said copying kill. Copy. No, a cop being killed. Yes. Yeah. And you hear like the bullet shooting. The guy going, ah. Uh-huh. And, like, you could see, like, smoke and, like, the tiniest chunks of black coming with it. Okay. Blowing through the window. Sure, when the ant attacked. Yeah. But nobody knows it what it is. It could have been the ant, or it couldn't. Well, it was an ant. We yeah. know later it's an ant. But this mm-hmm. movie is presented as a mystery at first. You know, yeah. they're trying to solve this mystery. What is doing this? What horrible things have happened? And they don't know for a while. And they have to call in scientists. And this is one of those 1950s sci-fi horror movies where it's all scientists and military people, you know, <laughs> talking about what's going on. Yeah. But a really good one, like the best of them. The best of them. Them is the best of them. Ooh, that's weird. <laughs> If you don't know what Dad's talking about, he's talking about that he thinks that them is the best of the ant movies, if you don't understand that. Well, the best, I mean more like the best of the 1950s sci-fi horror movies where it's like scientists and military people trying to solve these horrific problems. I think it's the best of those. And a woman says she loses her children. I am going to the end. But I'm not staying at the end like <laughs> usual. Um, they find the kids, but then people get killed. Like always in monster movies. Yeah. People get killed. Yeah. If it's not like that movie, if it's like a monster horror movie and no monster kills it, they'll be like the worst horror movie in the world. If nobody got killed in it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. In a monster um, horror movie, or... No, that's happened. There's been movies where then nobody got killed. That's true. What if it's a rated R spooky killing movie? And no <laughs> one got killed. <laughs> that would be the worst movie ever. Rated R spooky killing movie. Coming to a theater near you. But no killing. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, and here's the thing. Okay, so this movie, it's presented as a mystery in the beginning to get us back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because if this is the first giant insect movie. Y- yes. You have to ease your audience into it. You have to get them invested in it. And it still works. Even though you know the movie's about giant ants, that mystery part of the movie is so beautifully shot, so well paced. The music so beautiful that it all works, even though you know what's coming. It's still captivating. At the beginning of the movie, there's cops in their in the desert driving, and they see this little kid just walking, and they don't know what happens until later in the movie. We'll get to that. It was ants. No, 
It was not ants. It was ants. No. What do you mean they don't know what's happening? It uh, was ants. She was in there because of ants, and she doesn't say this, but my dad knows that the ants killed her family. And that's a mystery at first. Yeah, we don't know that. So yeah, that's what happened at first, and then they were like driving around, and they hit this one place. This is, I was talking about a long time ago, but I talked about the last part of this place. But yeah, they go into this place. Oh, where is, the cop was killed. That's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. They, yeah, but there was an old man dead because there was a giant hole because of ants. Because、mm-hmm. the ants killed the person. Them ants. Yeah, them ants. So yeah. Well, and they keep hearing this weird noise, right? Yeah, it's like. A long squeak. Like, how does it sound? How does it sound? Okay, so that's the ant noise, right? Yeah. But they don't know it's ants at first. Yeah. Cause they they hear it many times. But I knew that it was ants when the ants came. It did that sound, so I knew it was the ants. Mm-hmm. But eventually, they figure out it's ants, right? Yeah. Cause they bring in some scientists. And they determine that. Well, do you remember why the ants are big? Do you remember this? Um, I remember you said it's kind of like Empire of the Ants, but I don't remember what it was. Well, in Empire of the Ants, it was of course toxic waste. Yes. And that was the concern of that era. You、mm-hmm. know, in the seventies, it was all toxic waste concern movies. This was the era in which movies were about how nuclear radiation might cause all these kind of weird mutations in animals, and so it's about a nuclear bomb spreading radiation that makes the ants grow. Yeah, and not all of the ants. Sure, there are ants in the world that aren't big, but just the ones in the desert. These ones in this desert、yeah. grow big. But in the real world, you only see ants eating sugar. But the ants in the desert are giant. And what do they eat? Humans. Yeah, and sugar. Yeah. Maybe they take the sugar to put it on the humans to make them taste better. <laughs> that was yeah. That would be funny. Cause like <laughs> you saw one time, he had like a rib in his mouth. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah.、Oh, that's、and、one of the coolest like, parts. It was just a skeleton of a human in like his mouth. Yeah, one of the giant ants comes out of the ant hill with a human rib cage in its pincers. Yeah, and, and drops it down into a boneyard. They've got basically a、yeah. boneyard at the bottom of the ant hill,、yeah. where it's just a pile of human remains. And they pick those bones clean. You got to give those ants credit, man. Waste not, want not. Nope. I know. I knew that when you said, "What do the ants eat?" I said, "I remember that part. Humans." Cause he had like a full human part except the rib cage that was in his mouth, and then I don't remember what happened after that. Well, just go to the stuff you do remember, the stuff you、yeah. want to talk about. Because I'm、do. sure you want to talk about when they fight the ants. Because most、uh, of the movie spent fighting the ants. Yeah, because there was a place where the ants even weren't alive. It was in the desert. There was like a whole like ant thing in the desert. There was giant because of the giant ants, and they burnt it down. Yeah, a colony. Yeah, and then there was a giant ant came out, and there was 
two guys and they throw bombs at it, like tiny bombs. Yeah, they start shooting like bazookas at it, like yeah, there was uh, a bazooka. phosphorus bombs basically to burn the ants out. In one time, there was one they used regular guns to shoot the antenna, and one guy used a bazooka, like. In another one that's a long time ago where they used the bazooka to kill the bear. Bazooka to kill an ant. Yeah, that's a running theme on this show. Yeah. Bazookas to kill giant things. Yeah, because yeah. he ran out of bullets, so he went and got his bazooka. Oh, in Grizzly? Yeah. Yeah, spoilers for yeah. Grizzly. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, go watch that before you watch this. I hope well, you I mean, you've already spoiled it, so... Sorry. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, they use a lot of different things to fight yeah. the ants. They use pistols, machine guns, bazookas, yeah. gas grenades, and flamethrowers. Yeah, they did use a flamethrower to burn a colony underground in the earth where, like, poles are. Oh, like. when they're in um, L.A.? Yeah. They're in basically the the sewer tunnels. Yeah, sewer tunnels. And there's like and there's a colony under the sewer tunnel. But I thought they were in the desert. What happened? Yeah, they flied. Flied over. So they flew away. Mm-hmm. But ants ants can't fly, can they? Uh yeah, when they're giant. Cause Do all ants have wings? Uh, no, only the queens. There you go. That's the answer. The yeah. Because when they're giant, they can fly better. Because to keep them up, the wind has to be down. And when your wings are giant, it's better to hold up. Because you're bigger, you can fly farther, you're yeah. saying. Gotcha. Cause and so easier. they go from the desert to L.A. Yeah, because they can fly easier. And that's like at the end of the movie. That's like... Yeah. That's when they find out that they fly to L.A. And that's where the kids are. Because the guy is actually the husband of the two kids. <laughs> right? <laughs> the dad of the two kids. Yeah, the dad of the two kids. And the husband of the woman who's yeah. waiting for the kids at the end. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. We're already at the end of the movie, basically. <laughs> blew through the plot, so... Not a lot happens with the characters in this movie. No. There's not even really a romance. There kind of is with the lady doctor. Who? Yeah, there was the first giant ant came in and she got scared. For alerts, that's my beastly best. Oh, that's going to be your beastly best. Well, we'll get there. So, well, the movie mostly follows a police officer, the one police officer who survives the first investigation. Yeah. The FBI agent who shows up to help and a female doctor whose name is Pat. The FBI agent has trouble calling her a doctor because she's a woman. This really, yeah. this really bothered me. He, yeah, because it was like way, way back in the day. Yeah, way back in the day. When they thought women can't do what men can do. Yeah, exactly. But they totally can. And so... She ends up going, oh, well, you know what? If you have so much trouble calling me doctor, you could just call me Pat. But then everybody calls her dad doctor every single scene. It's only because she's a woman. That is frustrating. And so I had to talk to Al about that because obviously if she's a doctor, you call her doctor. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, they have clearly. trouble calling her doctor. And then she tells them to say her name. 
Yeah, and they call other people officer, doctor, whatever, general, sergeant, whatever their titles are, except for her because she's a lady. That's that's a problem, and that's a problem you run into with a lot of old monster movies, of course. And so we make Al very conscious of this. Yeah. When I get used to hearing that, I'll get used to knowing that that's what it is. Yeah. Way back in the day. Back in the day. We don't do that anymore. No. Well, we don't. We don't. Some people might do that, but we don't. Absolutely. But yeah, otherwise, the only element of the plot that actually has any bearing on the events that take place is the kids getting taken by the ants. Yeah. Basically, this dad takes the kids to the L.A. River to fly an airplane, and the dad gets eaten, and then the kids get taken away by the ants, so they can't just light fire to the place because they know there are kids down there, so So they they actually have have to... So they have to get the kids and then light the place on fire. It's a little... They have a little trouble burning it down because people get killed... People get lost by their self. Well, yeah, the one police officer from the beginning of the movie, yeah. he ends up being the one to find the kids with the ants and goes in with a flamethrower by himself. Because yeah. the back thing fell, so they have to dig to get to him. Oh, that's the FBI agent. Yeah. See, here's the thing about this movie is, obviously, Al didn't care too much about the characters. It was all about fighting the ants. Yeah, I love the ants. Which is great stuff. And that's not necessarily a problem for this movie, though. I wouldn't say that the characters not being all that interesting is a huge problem because the mystery at the beginning is interesting. Then we get the ants explained to us and then we get lots of fighting with the ants. We get the new mystery with the kids and then we get the final showdown with the ants. The characters are almost incidental to that whole conflict. It's like guns and flamethrowers and bazookas. Plus ants equals classic monster movie. Yeah. Bazookas, guns, flamethrowers, plus ants, done. Great movie. Great movie. Fighting ants, done. Great movie. (laughs) I agree. This is a great one. It's one we need to pick up on Blu-ray. Did you watch it on Blu-ray? Blu-ray? That's what I said, Michael Buble? (laughs) Michael (laughs) Buble. No, we watched it Uh, on VHS. When you were little? No, Blu-ray did not exist when I was little. Oh. Blu-ray didn't come around till a few years back. I remember it being on TV when I was younger, but I mostly watched Empire of the Ants when I was a kid. That was the one that I watched a lot. And so them just wasn't Empire of the Ants. So I never saw the whole thing, never caught the whole movie. I saw parts of it on TV, but never the whole movie. But now you saw the whole movie. Yeah. That was like your first time seeing that. And that was my first time seeing that. No, no, no. This wasn't my first time seeing it. I actually saw the whole movie for the first time about 10 years ago or so. So it's your second time and it's my first time. Yeah, I don't know if I've watched it since then. But I did see it when I saw it. I actually saw it on 35mm. There was actually a film print shown at a movie theater that I went to see. 35mm was like, I think the tiny borders on the top. Oh, no, no. You're thinking of aspect ratio. (laughs) <laughs> oh. it was with the 35 big... millimeters film it's the film where it's the the strip and it's got the images on it remember strip. i showed you my film oh yeah 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 i went to film school so i have my old 16 millimeter films that i shot in film school uh, but that's how i saw it first was on 35 millimeter film 
And this was the second time I've seen it in its entirety. And it's on VHS. You said, come here, I have something to show you, I think you said. And you show me the the things of the person. Oh, the film strip? Yeah. Yeah, I pulled out some of the cut footage from one of the short films I made as a film student. You've seen a couple things on film, actually. Uh, you saw all those Looney Tunes we went to see at the movie theater. Those were all 35 millimeter film. They were? Yeah, that was film but stock. But they were like big? Projected. Most of the time nowadays, projection in movie theaters is digital. But living in Chicago, we have the opportunity to see some things in 35. So... We don't have much to say, because it was all about, like, finding out, like, oh, we found out that there's ants. Oh, kids are lost. And that's not much of the movie. Really, it's a movie you should see for yourself, because it is all about these ants. And those special effects are great, Mm -hmm. because they're all practical, giant ants. Uh, yeah? They didn't do any compositing. It is all giant ant puppet work they're huge they're like 12 feet long yeah and they look to like kids as a giant 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 monster but the grown-ups they're like a giant monster but the kids are like so kids are very big as a truck yeah it's like so if you looked at a truck then you looked at the ant you'll be super scared but yeah you should definitely watch it it is a terrific movie, and though it doesn't sound like it maybe because we said there's not much going on beyond the ants, it is really all about those ants, and it's beautifully shot. The yeah. cinematography is phenomenal. It is a grade A studio production that went from 3D color picture to black and white, and I think that that cut in budget in terms of the technology they're using really does the movie a great, great service because the black and white photography... It adds a realism to it. adds a lot of atmosphere. Hey, Dad, it, when the 3D version of them came out, was that when you had to hold them over your face or just the glasses were around? Well, okay, so the movie wasn't actually filmed in 3D. It was supposed to be. They just cut the budget and uh, the Warners, Jack Warner, refused to give them the money for it. It turned out to be a huge hit anyway. Like, in spite of the fact that it was in black and white and not 3D, the movie was hugely popular because it's good. Yeah. It's a really good movie. So it made a ton of money in spite of the fact that they cut the budget, which seemingly should have done some harm to the movie. I think it makes the movie better to be in black and white. Yeah. Yeah, but it's always basically been the glasses. Anything else to say about the movie before we move on? Well, no. So what's the next segment? Beastly best. Yeah, boy. Well, you already said your beastly yeah. best. Your coolest monster moment is when? It was when the first ant showed up. Yeah, the reveal of the giant ants comes up over this ridge over the top of Pat, the female doctor, and uh, scares her. Oh, I didn't mention this. I had a second one. When the, when the ant had the rib cage in its mouth. That was pretty cool. Yeah, okay. Cool and spooky. Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, so maybe we should put these together. Do do our uh, beastly best ant get spooked at the same time? Because I think when that ant comes out of the anthill with the ribcage, 
that's one of the coolest parts in the movie. Cool and spooky. And it's spooky. Mm -hmm. So would you say that's the spookiest part of the movie? Well, yeah. I would say that's really spooky. If you put a tiny bit of blood, they'll be super spooky. Oh, so it needed a little bit more blood to push it over the edge. Okay. Yeah, because there's another really, really spooky part. Uh Uh-huh. But if that one had the tiniest bit of... If that had the tiniest bit of blood and I saw that, that would have been over that scary part. Okay. So, I mean, I agree. The reveal of the ant, really, really cool. The ant coming out with the ribcage, also really, really cool. And in terms of get spooked... Our segment about the spookiest moments, yeah, that ribcage, that's spooky. But I think the whole opening, the mystery section of the movie, is also really, really spooky. To me, the spookiest part, if they put the tiniest bit of blood, would be so spooky. Which part is that? I wish every single thing in the boneyard had blood on it. Okay, so the whole boneyard thing. I wish it even had blood on the ground. Well, this was 1954, so eh, you're not going to get so much of that. Yeah, why not? Before the ratings came around, you had to make movies that were okay for everybody to watch. Oh. Anything else to say? No, I think I covered both of the things I was going to say that skid spooked, but I already had my spookiest moments and... My beastly best moments at the same time. Yeah. So that's also done. I guess you could say you've been spooked. You've been spooked. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) There it is. All right, man. So. Did you you want to do any shout-outs this time? I always end up doing shout-outs. Did you want to shout-out anybody? Yes. So. Shout out to Penny and Amelia. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Anybody else? And another shout out from the last episode. I hope you haven't watched that. Well, I hope you have listened to that one. Yes. Because <laughs> it was episode 41 and this is 42. Yeah. Fan Theory World. Yeah, there you go. Who said on the last episode. Al Razor. They came yeah, up with Al Razor. Because. It was like Hellraiser from the last one, but now this one is Owlraiser. This one would be Antraiser. Antraiser? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, this is January. Yeah. January special number two, them, exclamation point. <sighs> if you want to support the show, you can become a patron of Word Salad Productions. Where do they do that, Alistair? At Word Salad Productions <laughs> slash word salad. <laughs> Whoa, no. <laughs> Patreon.com slash word salad. Yeah, patreon.com slash word salad. No. Don't go to whatever Al just said. <laughs> Patreon.com slash word salad supports the entire network of awesome shows. Also helps support our show and uh, most of that money that we pull in from our Patreon page goes towards to Al's college fund. That's right. Now that he's six, he only has 12 more years before he's off to college. So we got to work on that. A lot of of podcasting to do. (laughs) Yeah. You said that like, oh, that won't take very long. That takes like so long. It will take long. Yeah, We'll work on it. 
But you acted like, oh, that wouldn't take very long. It would take like maybe that many days. Yeah, that's no. exactly how I said it. I talk like that. <laughs> we, in addition to just supporting the show, that also gets you access to a bunch of exclusive content, including another show that I produce specifically for Patreon called Cinemuck. If you haven't listened to the third one, spoiler alert, I was on that one. <laughs> yep. Episode three of Cinemuck on Patreon for patrons only. Al shows up. Special guest. Well... If you want to keep informed about what we do here at CadaverCast, follow us on Twitter at Cadaver underscore cast. You can follow us on Facebook and should follow us on Facebook at CadaverCast. That's one word. That's also the name of our podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. CadaverCast. I that haven't mentioned good. that in a long time. I was going to mention that like at the first, but I haven't mentioned that until now. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. But... <laughs> You can then email us to at cadavercast at gmail.com. That is, again, one word, cadavercast. Al, you ready to sign us out? Yep. You've been listening to another episode of Cadavercast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. We love ya. We love ya.